God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Someone has said that there is no Christmas without angels because there is no Christmas without the supernatural, without the miraculous. The truth is, if there is a God, you would expect Him to be greater than, transcendent over the creation that He has made. He would not be subject to uh, His own creation. So, when you come to the Christmas story, there is no Christmas story if there is no God, and there is no Christmas story if there is no miraculous and supernatural, if God cannot do uh, that which you and I can, cannot do. The amazing thing, however, about the Christmas story is not just the transcendent God, but the God that descended in human form, in the form of God the Son, Jesus Christ. What an amazing story. And so, Matthew 2 gives us a part of what we consider the, the Christmas story, the wise men coming to, to worship the child Jesus. So, how do the wise men know? How do the wise men know to find Jesus um, how they did? Well, this is a story of miracles. It is a miraculous story. So, in Matthew 2, verse 1, the Bible says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. Now, whatever else you may know about the star, it was a miraculous uh, sign. It was a miraculous thing that God had allowed. Verse 9 says, When they had heard the king, that is Herod, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. So you, you find God communicating, if you will, through a star. That was miraculous. You find God communicating through a dream. Verse 12 of Matthew 2 says, And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. So the shepherds had a star. The shepherds had a dream. In verse 13, the Bible talks about God's communicating through an angel. And, and uh, it says, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. So you have both dream and angel. And you find the three of these more than once. But what you find interspersed throughout chapter 2 and the chapter before and the chapter after, as to God's communicating to men and women, is prophecy. That is God's word. Uh, verse 5, thus it was written by the prophet. Verse 15, that it might be fulfilled. Verse 17, then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, verse 23, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets. So God's word is every bit as miraculous as the star, the dream, and the angel, because what God's word did was it prophesied, it foretold what would what was to come. Now, the, the truth is that Matthew is giving commentary on the ancient scriptures. So, for instance, in Matthew chapter 1, the Bible says, Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. So, the, word, the, the Hebrew word, Alma, uh, uh, virgin, people have... Disputable, maybe it's just talking about a young maiden because the word can allow for that in the Old Testament. However, Matthew makes very clear what God intends. Um, that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, Emmanuel, God with us. 
Joseph knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. In other words, there are numerous times in chapter 1 where the, the Bible, the, the, the Gospel of Matthew, makes very clear God's meaning in Isaiah. So, God's word here is every bit as miraculous as the star, the dream, and the angel. How do we know of the miraculous in the Christmas story? How do we know about the angel? How do we know about the angels? How do we know about the dream or the star? How do we know about these miraculous things? And that is God's supernatural revelation to us, God's word. That's how we know of any of these things. You see, the more you know God's word, the better you know God's son. Whatever else may have guided these wise men, the story of the miraculous incarnation is full of God's own word foretelling what would happen. God's word. The, the more you know God's word, the better you know God's son. That, that means a couple things. It means that you're going to have to make time for it in the, in the new year. You'll have to have time where you read God's Word. Now, I, I know growing up, I always heard that the time to read the Word of God is always in the morning, preferably as painfully early as you can possibly do it. And there's good reason for that. The fact is, uh, I think you can read the Word of God in the evening. The point is to read the Word of God whenever your mind is most alert and most able to get what God intends. So it requires time, that is, knowing God's Word. Second of all, it requires discipline, by which I do not mean simple, mere willpower. I mean I mean a habit, things that are, are consistently done so that you cannot uh, not do them. There, there are some things that are just habitual. You just do them. And that, that takes a little time, and that takes some intention, no doubt, but time, discipline, and then thought. Reading the Word of God is no good at all if you don't have time to think about it. Better to read a little bit and think a lot than to read a lot and not have a clue what you're reading about. Just uh, this past week, one of my children, my son, said, I'm going to read Isaiah because Isaiah has uh, more than a little prophecy about the Messiah to come. I'm going to read my Isaiah. So I said, hey, I'll, I'll read Isaiah with you. Well, you know, that's a challenge because I, I'm actually reading the Kings right now and um, I occasionally read Proverbs. So to add a book like Isaiah, you, that takes time. You don't just read, skip through Isaiah. Different language, different time, different day. Some of it is, is pictures. Much of it's prophetic. So what good is reading God's Word if you do not have a time and if you do not have a habit and if you do not give yourself the ability to think through what you've read? Uh, read less, think more is what I've often said. And I don't mean that we should read less of the Bible per se, but that we should give ourselves time to think about what God has said. Look, friend... There's so much that we can know by knowing God's Word. There is, there is one we can know and be more familiar with by reading what God has written about Him. So today you may not see a star, you may not have a dream, you may not see an angel, but you have God's supernatural Word to give you light just as the star did on God's Son and the Son of God, Jesus the Messiah.